1: you feel Ooh. far away from the love and harmony? Don't you feel Andrea's here? We all go through something in all oh, years. Hey, single girl problems. Hey, single girl problems.
2: Hey, problem. right. hey, everybody. It's your favorite single girl, Andrea Bain, here. Welcome to the Single Girl Problems podcast. Um, it's your one stop shop for real relationship talk. This is our first show. Woo! Woo! Yep. Yeah. All right, so let's get to it. So, on today's show, we're gonna talk about three different things. The first one is why do we stay in relationships that we are no longer happy in? We've all, I know I've done it. You guys have done it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You could be doing it right now, or perhaps you've done this as well. We're gonna get into the psychology behind it, and I'm gonna give you the five top reasons why people do it. It's gonna
3: blow
1: your mind. It's going to blow your mind a little <laughs> bit. Um, also,
2: when's the right time to introduce your new flame to your friends and family? You know when you've gone in enough days you're like, okay, yeah. we're doing this. When do you do it? It's my least favorite part of any new relationship. A formula? Because I feel
3: like oh. you could literally be, I put it off. Yeah. My family isn't Copyright. anybody in years because yeah. I hate it. I don't want to get their hopes up. I'm like,
2: don't get excited.
3: Yeah. So there's a formula. My mother just has, you has to ask about
2: names. She's like, whatever happened to Tom? Tom's dead. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, and then in the end, I want to find out from you guys, what did you learn about dating from your mother? Like, did mm. your mom ever sit you down? Like, you know, there's the sex talk, which I know a lot of people didn't get. I got it. But about dating, like, did your mom sit down and give you the whole like, this is dynamics of dating and blah blah blah, or is your mother like mine, who's like, you know, why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Which I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> like, can I give them a sample of the milk? Like, I don't understand like what that means. So we're gonna get into that. Um, listener discretion advised. During the show, we will be discussing adult content, including dating, breakups, rebounding, sex. Yes. Yeah, Online <laughs> dating, and yes, we're gonna be trash talking our exes today. So grab a seat, grab your snacks, strap in, let's get started. All right, so my guest today, as you guys, well, you guys on YouTube can see, but as you guys can see, I got good looking people on my show today. Um the first person, actually you guys might know him from the MTV show, One Girl, Five Gays. He was the cutest guy on the show. Like, I watched that show religiously, and I was like, God, if he could just be straight for five minutes and do us all a favor. I
3: was in high school. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. If we can go back to high school, <laughs> I'd be all over you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Can we make out behind yeah. the bleachers? Yeah. That would, like, make my day. Um, you're also a registered nurse. People don't know, like, all people don't know. It's like, he's not just a good-looking guy. He's also, like, you save lives.
3: Yeah, registered nurse, TV personality. Yeah, you want... Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. (laughs) you were doing everything and
2: now you have your own YouTube channel
3: yeah, YouTube channel, um, youtube.com forward slash Jake Mossup, Awesome. Yeah, working on a digital series with CBC Life called Sexploration. Excellent. Yeah, and working as a nurse.
2: And he's also much taller than you would ever think he is. I don't yeah. know why I thought you were short. Six I don't know why. Six foot two. I know, I yeah. know. We see it. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting. Although my
3: brother's six foot five, so. Which one, the cute one? Yeah, the young one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to. Speaking disc- of single girls. <laughs> we're going to discuss that later. All right, my other
2: <laughs> guest, oh, another really good friend of mine, um, She is, or she, at one point when I met her, she was a celebrity makeup artist. Let's name drop, okay? So, Meghan Markle, you did her face. Meghan
4: Markle, Lady Gaga, Drake, Drake, Julia Michaels. She's one of my most recent, and I I love her. She's an angel. Amazing. Yeah.
2: Also, a little fun story. I I, We met because you were, I was working on a show, a a home renovation show on HGTV, (laughs) Vanessa was my makeup artist. And you know those shows, you just do like really pared down, really simple, yeah. like, let's just walk through this house. Vanessa would beat my face. <laughs> like, we were doing a bow <laughs> shoot, highlighter, <laughs> contour, oh, and I was vicious. Lashes. Oh, God. Lashes on lashes, and I was Category like... Category is. <laughs> a girl's gotta feel good. Yeah, and they yeah. never said anything. I think they were just too afraid to, like, say anything, because we would take forever, and we would just right. arrive, like, right on time, face done, and they would just look at me, and I'm like, what? This is natural. This is very natural. Um, yeah. yeah, so so now you are a YouTube influencer as well where, where can people find you? Yeah
4: I mean okay well I started YouTube mm-hmm. because I have the personality for it I didn't at the beginning of that YouTube journey. I realized I didn't really have the patience for it, right. but I think I just needed a couple of months of a breather. And I'm gonna get back into it. So a lot of people know me as Jarmy, and the YouTube channel is called Jarmy's Army.
1: Awesome.
2: Um,
4: I've started to create a blog space, and awesome. I'm gonna be launching my first post in July. I'm I'm a dabbler right now. If awesome. You will. Awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm gonna give them
2: your government name. Your government. Name my name is Vanessa Jarman but yes. they are on on YouTube you are Jarmy but to me you know what you, you know what I call you Vanessa! Nessa <laughs> welcome <What's> Vanessa <up>, <laughs> Beat this face let's show them how yes. how we renovate a home in full makeup um <laughs> all right so let's get into the topic the first one is why do we stay in relationships that we're not happy with so have you guys i know i've done this but i want to ask have you guys ever done this of and be course. honest of course i think everybody's I, done it right i think yeah. you have to do it
3: yeah, I think like growing up and like entering into the realm of dating and relationships, there's okay. always like for me, it was that first relationship I had. Mm-hmm. It was this guy, his name was Adam. He was 10
1: years old. Oh, you're name dropping. Yeah. <laughs> you, your business is in the streets, Adam.
3: Okay. I've only had three boyfriends. So he was the first. And for a long time, it was just that like lust and like discovering what a relationship was. Yeah. And you soon, like you said, you sort of realize that you don't think this is the right relationship for you, but you really just don't know how to end it. Yes. And you're like, oh, it will will work. It will work. Like tomorrow, everything will be better. Or like, you know, in three months, things will turn around, but. No, no, girl. See,
2: get out, get out. See, and what, and that's the big question I want. to... Like, I think this is so crazy that we've all been there. I know people who get married, and they even when they're getting married, they're like, "This isn't the right person." I'm Can like, "Can I
4: ask what do you do?" With that? Like, I have had friends mm-hmm. Ask for girlfriend. Ma- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have had friends get married, and I know. Oh, we all know. You all know. You yeah. all know. I know, and I just. I don't say. Well, no, no, because at that
2: point, if they're not willing to say something, do you want to be the person at this $50,000 event going, you know what, I don't think this is going to work? Like, you don't want to be that person. But I did talk to this one guy, Bill Bird. He used to be a sportscaster, and we were on assignment, me trying to cover sports.
1: Just picture that for a second. Yeah, laughter. Exactly. me trying to cover sports.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm like, like, I know they're wearing tights. I was like, the lighting here is dreadful. (laughs) 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 Why this fluorescent lighting? Anyway, so we got into a discussion randomly about, you know, making... Making those poor choices and he said to me he's like I knew when I married my first wife that it was a bad decision but I did it anyway because I was too nervous I was in the church I was putting on my suit and he goes and I knew he goes and I we stayed married for seven years we had a kid he goes Cause I just felt like I had to go through with it and I'm like that's Mm -hmm. That is horrible. Like, uh, I feel like
3: for most people, it's that concept of like change. Like most people are so adverse to change.
2: I know. But when you're you're sitting there, when you're sitting there with this person on the sofa and you're looking at them and your brain is like, I don't even like you. Like, what am I (laughs) doing here? You chew food so loud that I want to murder you in your sleep. Like when you're having those thoughts, like Mm -hmm. why? Because you really, people say they can't leave. It's like, but you know, you can get up and yeah. leave like but there's I, something that keeps you there
3: yeah I mean I come from a divorced family my mom has been married and divorced twice okay um and so for me does that like, make
2: you want to stay more
3: no well yeah like for me now in my life I would want to be like in a long-term very successful relationship because I'm just really competitive so I'm like I will not get really? divorced yeah. oh my God, that's so interesting. <laughs> but I think like depending on you know certain factors whether those are like gender or socioeconomic i feel like some people do stay in relationships for reasons other than just like their self-worth like whether it's like financial reasons or you know they're afraid or they don't have the education to make it out there on their own so i feel like sometimes it's not just like because of looks or sex or you know that feeling that you don't have i know
2: i know there are bigger much bigger issues but i'm looking at you nessa it's. It is. Have you ever stayed? Oh yes. Can we discuss? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Why I'm did you I'm like, stay? I feel like there's a story in those answers. Okay. I mean. Okay. So is there anybody that you say where you're like, I sh- this is not good for me. I should not be here.
4: Hundred percent. Mm. The relationship in total lasted five and a half years. Okay. That's a long time. That is a long time, and. I mean. It feels even longer Mm -hmm. sometimes uh, when you think back and you understand that your gut was telling you there are red flags painted (laughs) all over this like a year and a half into the relationship. Mm -hmm. And then you push forward and then the red flags are back up like three years in and they're like, they're just piling on top and on top and on top. The main... And I think that this, like, it it might sound so broad, mm-hmm. but the main reason behind anyone making a decision that they know they shouldn't make is all fear-based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so it's true. It's yeah. all fear-based. It's, oh, my gosh, like, what's going to happen? I'm, I'm going to be single. Am I going to find someone? And, you know, when you stay in those relationships, mm-hmm. it's because your imagery plays... Like, these romantic or, like, fun-filled movies in your head of the fantasy like what it was at one point or yes. mm-hmm. maybe you'll that find keep, it
2: again uh, that I think keeps a lot of people because I've talked to people where I'm like why you know like yeah but the beginning and I'm like yeah but that was a long time ago and you're nowhere near that and you're not going back to that yeah, I think
3: yeah and I think the fear thing that you bring up is really important because I find like a lot of my girlfriends who've done that where yeah. they've said you know I'm not really happy but they're like I could not imagine being single anymore Like single
2: this yeah. is yeah. why I'm doing this podcast because I hate
1: <laughs> what's I wanna, so wrong with I, being I, single I know,
2: people talk about being single like you have the plague like oh uh, anything but single it's like you don't want to share you don't want to like spread eagle in your bed and eat the food and like not share your stuff and watch whatever movie you want like I don't understand why there's this huge fear and this stigma about being single again as opposed to being with somebody who's making you miserable where you're like crying at the end of the night and having fights over nonsense like why wouldn't you just want to be quiet and do your own thing
3: I think people too like there's that fear of like having to rediscover yourself uh-huh. and put yourself out there because it's like you know who you were before. Yeah. You know who you are in this relationship whether or not it's like it's or not. It's the you know. Yeah, yeah. the W you know. And then it's like you can't like see that next chapter of like you on your own like having to date. Like,
2: See, I'm the opposite. I see it. Maybe that's why I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks beautiful, and I'm slow motion running towards, and I'm yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. I know, because I think that is maybe, maybe that is, you know, I feel like this is a therapy. Session. Yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> my issue us. where yeah. I feel like, okay, so I only stayed in a relationship I wasn't happy with once, and I was, okay. it was my first real relationship. I was like twenty something years old, um, and the guy he cheated on me, and he like all the bad things that a boyfriend can do to a girlfriend, he did to me in like mm. one year. So I was very young. I didn't is this have
4: apartment guy in your book. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Thank you for bringing that up. That son of a... That son of a... What's his...
3: Can we say his name?
2: (laughs) For legal reasons, I gotta call (laughs) him Schmark. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Sucks to be Schmark. Schmark knows who he is. (laughs) But all the worst things... And I remember this. I'll never forget this. We are sitting in a restaurant and he's sitting across from me and he looks so happy. And he was throwing his head back, laughing at some joke he had made. And he was like, In my eyes, he looked like the embodiment of the happiest man on earth. Right. And in my mind, I was like, How can you be so happy when I am dying inside and you cheated and all these things are going on? So as he's laughing, I burst into tears. Like,
3: You're like How can I stop this in fork the- in your face? <laughs> Without going to jail, <laughs>
2: in the middle of this restaurant eating rotisserie chicken, I am bawling, and he's looking at me. He's like, "What is happening to you?" And I'm, and that for me, that was a moment where I'm like, "This isn't worth it." Right. Like, I'm not happy, yeah. and I'm, I'm. Te- you're telling like all of the, all of the stuff that makes us stay. It's the fear. You don't know who you are. He's threatening, like, whoever you, whoever you leave me for, I'll kill him. I was like, "Really? You're a hundred pounds But all of those things, and I'm like. I look back on that person and I was I knew that I could do better I knew that there had to be more for me and for my life and that's why and but I also was very young and if I was if that was me now I would have left much earlier but I think it's because I was so young and it was my first real relationship and I was trying just sure. trying to keep things together well
4: and that's the thing too right like the longer you are in those relationships where maybe you shouldn't be in them mm-hmm. You better believe you are mo- learning more lessons over top of lessons yeah. over top yeah. of lessons. And so, you know, there's a piece of me that's like, oh, the red flags, they popped up at one and a half point. Like, yeah. could I have left? Of course. But all of the lessons I learned from a year and a half to five and a half years everything. Yeah everything yeah. and i believe that we really are on this earth to, to learn. learn specific lessons oh, and no. if i didn't have to learn that with that person i would have just walked up to the next fool shaking his hand and entered into same. a relationship and, and
2: being and yeah look at you, you did drop gems. that's so yeah. true yeah.
4: You, you go through the
2: bad stuff because all the really you nice boyfriends to. that i've had and shout out to those guys i'm not going to mention them um uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares um but I didn't learn anything. I didn't learn anything. All I have is a really nice memory and just me saying, "Oh no, he was really nice," or that's "Oh, that's my ex-boyfriend's mom, like she loves me. We like, you know, we send each other the Christmas cards, but there's no lesson. I grew from the guys where I'm like, "You see that one? That one. Oh, he was a piece of work." But I became a better person out of that. Mm-hmm. I became a less angry person. I found out more about myself. I had boundaries. Like all of these things that I didn't know I needed, yeah, it's, Before I got into that relationship, so
3: how do how can we help people avoid getting to that breaking okay, well, point of like I know. crying in a restaurant?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were history that's chicken. Crying <laughs> on your rice chicken. <laughs>
4: Crying. A little like, crying is up. good. I think for saying a little crying is good. No, You've this got oh to no, cry when out, no. When I no. broke
3: up with my boyfriend, my girlfriend, she said, the one thing I will never let you do is cry about a relationship in public. And oh. I was like, and it okay. was an ugly
1: oh, cry. Yeah. Like, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like movie <laughs> tears where
2: it was like one tear coming down. Right. It was a full-up. <laughs> like, like, sob. <laughs> <smack laughs> sobbing. But I still no had food crying. in my mouth. Right. So, like, <laughs> a little piss out. <laughs> so I'm trying to explain. And he's like, why are you going to was It was ugly. So I did some research. Because, you know, we can't just talk. We've got to give the people some information. So there are top five reasons. Okay, so the first one is we can be satisfied with unsatisf- unsatisfactory relationships. Mm. In research, exploring decisions about whether to stay or leave their relationships, the single most important determinant of people's decisions to remain in their relationships was relationship satisfaction. So how can you be satisfied with unsatisfactory relationships? Some individuals, especially those with low self-esteem and those who perceive themselves to be less attractive, have low comparison levels. So that mm. means... Your comparison levels can be thought of as your standards and what you expect to receive in a relationship. So if you have low comparison levels, you may maintain a bad relationship because your expectations are Mm -hmm. so low. So that's one of the reasons. Another one is a shift in priorities, right? So common mechanisms which help to maintain our relationships are partner enhancement and positive illusions. So that means in both, this is what the research says, in both gay, lesbian, as well as heterosexual couples, those who view their partners more positively also report more relationship satisfaction. Research shows that we value the positive characteristics which our partners um, display more so than the Mm -hmm. other characteristics. For example, if your partner is generous but not thoughtful, you're going to come to value their thoughtfulness more than generosity. So then you'll just highlight, yeah. So then you're highlighting, you're going to like shove all the bad stuff in the back and be like, yeah, but he doesn't do this. And yeah, he lies, but he always brings me flowers and he always brings me food and he always remembers. Mm. So then you just highlight those things. I think that's
3: an important one for people, though, too, is like, Because sometimes people put too much of an emphasis on the negative or or they're, like, they're, they're forcing themselves to, like, have, like, X, Y, and Z of what they want from someone. Yeah. So in order to, like, to leave, they convince themselves that they're good at the other things as well even though they're not.
2: What do you mean? Break that down for me. Because
3: I feel like what the sentence said is like if they're not thoughtful, you're going to perceive them as being more thoughtful even though they're not.
2: No, no. If they're not thoughtful but they're generous, what you're going to do is like...
3: Focus on them Focus on the generosity right.
2: and then yeah. just kind of push in the back that they're
4: not as Because thoughtful. it goes right. back to that, you know, that saying or that phrase or just way of being in a relationship not everything's going to be perfect yes, so people what tell you, oh, are you willing to give up to accept how many times have you been told that I've been told that so many oh. times Like
2: relationships aren't perfect no one's perfect and it's like well no one's expecting perfection but I would like to not be annoyed <laughs> <laughs> is that too much Seriously, to
1: ask I, I never said anything about perfection but I would oh. like
2: you to not annoy me oh, yeah. every time I look at you and every time I you can't. move
1: yeah. and every time you breathe
2: <laughs> And every time I ask you to do something and you don't do it, I'm like, okay, just don't annoy me. Um, Also, low-quality alternatives is another one. Um, If you are in an undesirable relationship, you might consider alternatives to that relationship, including being alone, which is great, or getting in another relationship. But if you perceive lower-quality alternatives, you are more likely to stay, even in an unsatisfactory relationship. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. went to dinner with a friend of mine who's in a... miserable relationship like it's really bad and when I suggested that he leave because you know you can sell a house and you can leave he was like yeah but all the other women out there they're pretty much the same so I'm just going to end up in the same situation Mm -hmm. so he would already decided in a city with millions of people uh, with millions of women that they're all the women are just like the one that he has, and that's the reason why he's staying. And the both of them are literally making each other miserable. And the worst part is their children in that situation. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm that's
3: like, the the fear, like the fear of change that I was saying, because people are they're so against reframing their thinking to think that there's something better, because that to them takes more energy than just suffering see, that in the relationship. Doesn't
2: make sense to me because if it's you're, so easy, yeah. Because if so you're easy. so miserable, you, you remember happiness, right? Like, don't you? Do you remember being happy? It with- just
3: slowly chips away, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> happiness? What was that? <laughs> I'm
2: like, Don't Feel, look
3: feeling that annoyed answer. is your new happiness. I know. And
2: he that's I'm like, he was sitting in his own pile of feces because it was warm, he was accustomed to the smell, and it was comfortable. Right. And so he had yeah. decided that the entire world was just piles of his own feces, so why leave this pile to go to another pile? Right. And I'm like, you know they're not all piles of feces like you can find somebody but at the same time he was so messed up, messed up that I'm like in order for you to be happy in a new relationship you would have to do work on yourself right? because you also probably have mm-hmm. some massive bad habits that a single ladies do not need in the dating world <laughs>
1: yeah. Some
2: I have dated some ex-husbands that I really want to hold their hand and bring them back to their wife and be like can you take this back please yeah. do not throw mm-hmm. this fish back in the water it is done
3: go, go get some counsel
2: I'm yeah. <laughs>
4: so excited for my future boyfriend are you? <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you-
2: We're all like, are you? Why? I have
4: worked so hard on myself in the past couple of years. See, All I do is work on myself. I know. Okay,
2: but wait. I went to therapy and I felt like I felt like you did. I'm like, I am amazing.
1: You're lucky to have me.
2: I'm so enlightened. Yeah. Thank you, doctor. But then I started to worry because I'm like, the average person does not do this. The average person does no, not take do the time to read books and go to a therapist and work on their nonsense and own their own garbage. So now you're going to get into a relationship
4: with somebody and now you figured it out. But then if suppose they haven't figured out their nonsense, then what are you going to do? But... I believe that I will accept and receive what I put out.
2: Okay, good. No, that's no, impossible. We can talk about it after stuff. we get through these points. you be dropping yeah. gems, Nessa. <laughs> Nessa's dropping some serious gems on the show today. <laughs> I believe that whatever you put out there. Yeah, yeah but sometimes you're dragging a couple boots and a couple like wagon wheels on your way and a dragon
4: in like... Could I actually give you a really funny example? Please. Okay, so I'm I'm picturing things and we'll step on this mark <laughs> later on in the show. But like my future boyfriend is going to have a really beautiful smile and then I started to think <laughs> about my like. own oral hygiene mm-hmm. and I'm like if my future boyfriend's gonna have a beautiful smile, I need to keep up on mine, and I started to floss every single night. Okay, wait a second. Awesome. I was like,
2: wait, no, 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 no. So <laughs> <where is laughs> it gonna, let's, let's, go. let's just clarify something. You were not flossing before, <laughs> not every single night, and you, you were know flossing what? every
4: night, not every night. And I can guarantee you, Andrea. 75% of your listeners also do not floss every, every single night. Yeah. Let me tell you
3: something. It's My dad's a dentist, and he can also guarantee that 90% of the population is not flossing so every single day. That night. makes
2: me never want to kiss a person again. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so I'm like, wait a second, Nessa. You are not
4: flossing your damn teeth well, not every night. Why I mean, not? mean, a few months ago, no, but now. Now you're flossing. Because I am you're going to get what you know, I hear that? put out. Yeah. You know
2: what? Hear that, gentlemen? Nessa's ready for you. She's been flossing. <laughs> <laughs> She's gotten all that plaque out of her teeth. All plaque gone, girl. Come
3: and get it. You will not get gingivitis.
2: I am as honest as they get Please tell me that's on your dating profile. Regular floss.
4: I haven't had one of those in so long, but the news will leak out on our maybe first, second, or third date. When you going to just like work into uh, the, hey, the conversation? <laughs> you yeah, yeah, so I lost, the floss. Are you going to say it like it's all
2: sexy? <laughs> I floss every day. <laughs> <laughs> I floss every single day. <laughs> you're so weird. That's hilarious. Um so okay, so the fourth one so we got to get back to the point. So manipulation
1: mm-hmm. right
2: so if your partner is aware that you want to leave he or she may use different methods of manipulating you to force you to I stay I swear I yeah. could change or no no or whoever, you, whoever you're you with I'm gonna kill that person uh, like I've been told or, that
3: yeah or you won't have any money or oh yeah where are you yeah. gonna live I'm gonna
2: make sure you don't uh, have anything or I'm gonna keep yeah. the kids from you so that's a that's a massive one that's yeah. happened to you guys
3: that's uh, happened to my mom probably. Oh, <laughs> yeah yeah
2: that it's sucks. tough. Like, know, if you're in a and relationship do you do and you're
3: dependent on the other person, like, I know. it's really hard because you think of just, like, reframing your thinking or not being satisfied. Like, some of those are just, like, when I hear yeah. that, I'm like, girl, yeah, pull up your pants and get the- out. Oh. But, yeah. like, then you get to some of these other ones you're going to list and it's, like, it's even more challenging because your self-worth is completely shot. Yeah. Someone's manipulating you. It's like... And if you can't
2: get together your first and last month rent, no, where are you going?
3: You need friends. Friends are uh, everything. Yeah.
2: Friends yeah, and good sure. families. So yeah. true. That's mm-hmm. so true. Because my mama will always take me in. Yeah. Mm. That's a little story. All right. Um, and <laughs> investment. Now, this one I've heard from almost every single unhappy married friend I have, which is you know, we've been together for eight years. We got two kids. There's a house. Like, I can't leave. Like, it's just, you know, my daughter, she's really a daddy's girl, blah, blah, blah. And it's always like the invested time. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. but this isn't good. This isn't good for the kids. This isn't good for you. You don't trust him. He's living a double life. But it's always like the year. They always bring up the years, and like mm-hmm. this is also one of the major reasons why people stay in unsatisfactory relationships. They talk about the time invested, the the, the properties they purchase, the children they have, the dog they have to share.
3: <clears throat> if you're thinking that way, go ahead and call yourself really bad at math, because years in does not equal great years See, going forward. It's quality over quantity. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like do, refigure out your math because. Leaving the relationship and being happier moving forward is going to be way more valuable than just talking about the number of years you've put in.
4: I know,
2: but or all it, the
3: work you've put in.
2: I know, but I have heard that, so I know there must be like. Oh yeah, it's, it's all not the time. like it's it's not my reality because you know I also run from those things. Uh, But I know that I'm sure it's much easier for me to say than it is when you're sitting there and you have a mortgage and you have children who like and you have a nice little setup because it takes it's a lot like uh, to have a household with children. It's a lot of work. So I'm sure it's easy for me to say as a single woman, just leave if you like if he's cheating and he's abusive and blah, blah, blah. But I'm sure she's just like the upheaval of doing that because the people who have gone through a divorce that in itself, I've
4: have close friends. My own sister went through it. It's a lot. Emotionally, it's a lot. I I think maybe, of course, I I couldn't even imagine where I stand, and maybe it's just a change of like dialogue on it instead Mm -hmm. of the "we'll just leave." It's whenever, and I've been in this situation a couple of times Mm -hmm. where I have actually thought to myself, and this is you know being young, Mm -hmm. and like oh, but we were together for three years. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was together for five and a half years. Instantly in my brain, it was, yep, and add another five years onto that. Yeah. So multiply that and then add another five years onto that. And that's where my mind went. Mm-hmm. So I think that if we are in a close friend relationship with someone, it would be important to just say, okay, yes, I understand the investment, mm-hmm. or I don't understand, but I'm listening to you, I hear you.
2: Yeah.
4: Add that. And like get them to actually multiply in their head like all of the stress that's happening. And I think that just even that slight shift could maybe assist. No, you're absolutely right. You know, you just reminded me of something
2: that my one of my aunts said to me. I have some very crazy uh, family members and. Uh, who just blurt stuff out randomly and one of my aunts said to me she's like listen don't let a man take all your pretty years girl Mm -hmm.
4: so if you're not happy
2: don't sit around because you ain't getting these years back I love that men age like wine we age like cheese so if you're not happy don't give them all from 20 to 30 it's not
3: just girls like gay guys like I only got this six pack for so long (laughs) i tell michael that all the time i'm like you better treat me good you because- better lock this down because <laughs> i still have my six pack <laughs> and i can go and get someone don't up. Make me but
2: yeah, but that was her, that was her that was her way of saying like don't settle for stuff because there's a there's a time where your dating life will change and mm-hmm. men will not see you as being as desirable and you don't want to be in that position have that mentality and also be in a relationship that hasn't been serving you for the last how many years so don't waste your pretty years girl get out there Um. So let's move on. Let's get on to the next one, which is you guys. So, Nessa, you're single. You've been dating for five years, Jake. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm single. Well, I'm dating someone, but you know. Easy, easy, easy.
3: easy. We'll see how long. That's after the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, after the after after
2: (laughs)
1: podcast. Single girls after dark. Single girl problems.
2: how soon before you introduce them to your friends and family oh, this i'm i'm i asked this question cuz uh, my girlfriend actually just went through this she just met a guy she was like she put on her vision board to have a husband and she actually like it's happening to her right mm-hmm. now and he very quickly wanted her to meet all of his family like he wanted to bring her to a wedding and she was like whoa 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 yeah and i go but you asked for this this is what you want And how soon is too soon? He's a grown man and he knows what he wants and he's very sure that it's you, so he wants to introduce you to everybody. Like, he really, like, threw her into the fire. And I understood her, like, her hesitation because I think it's the worst because no matter what you say, you know you're being... It's like being you know when you go to those shows where they have the cat. Yeah, like
3: the show pony. Yeah, like yeah. You're the cattle. Around. And you're gonna know, see if you
2: can get a blue ribbon. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. Because you know everybody's meeting you and they're looking exactly. at you up and down and oh, every word you I've say. I never
4: looked at it like that. I've been fear. They <laughs> are assessing
2: everything you... Because 'cause I've also been on the other side. Like I just drove to Buffalo to meet because my cousin wants me to meet this girl he's dating. And I'm like, This poor girl, because she knows that we're driving two hours to meet her. No pressure. See, this
3: is the thing for me when it comes to this topic, because like Everyone talks about this as a, it's like it's like some surprise it's I don't understand why when you start a new relationship why yeah. that isn't a conversation just like any other conversation you Some might people, have like oh. like, oh, you when, when, everybody yeah, like when, when would you feel comfortable meeting my friends because the reason I bring this oh up oh, is I have a, never yeah, had that no I know because this is the thing it's like that <laughs> never happens to anyone no, I know you get, you get o- thrown in you always get the story or my girlfriend calls me she's like oh I thought we were going for dinner and I met and his mom his grandma yes! his aunt his nieces and nephews showed up I'm like girl you got like bombed that is
2: exactly what happens That's to me every bomb. single time it's like oh so crazy uh, my brother's around the corner you <laughs> yeah, don't mind do you and it's like well what am I gonna say no no your brother can't yeah. I always get thrown in and I hate it because I know what's happening like I know I'm making sense. Jake that's brilliant and yeah, you know that you're being compared to the if there was a girlfriend or boyfriend before you you know that they are comparing and they're listening oh yeah my, oh, yeah. my
3: good friend I won't say her name because she probably doesn't want
2: Add s to it, to yeah, yeah. Schmark,
3: Stephanie, <laughs> <laughs> like Shelley. Yeah, doesn't quite work. Um, so she went out on a date with this guy that she had been dating just like very short amount of time, mm-hmm. and this guy took her out to a bar where all of his friends happened to be.
1: Happened well, to local. be.
3: Unbeknownst to him, one of the girls of his guy friends, yeah. like one of the girlfriends, came up to her and was like. You're so brave, like, dating someone who's, like, just separated and, like, about to go through a divorce. And he hadn't told her yet. So, like, if you are bringing your significant (laughs) other around your family and friends, you better, like, tell them everything. Because they could, like, blurt secrets.
2: I know. That's true. You know what? I have a a friend who's a serial dater. He's the worst. I love him, but he is the absolute worst. And every Christmas, he brings a new girl. And I'm like, I call them no. all sweetie because I'm like, why, you're not making it to the next Christmas dinner? Yeah. <laughs> and it's always in my head as a woman, I want to tell that woman, like, listen... Don't set your sights on this. This is what he does. He makes you think that you're special because you're, you think you've met his mom and you're meeting all of his very close friends. We've known each other since elementary school. Yeah. But I want to tell her, but I know that I can't tell her. So we're all sitting there just looking at her being like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> What's her name? Who cares? She's Sweetie. not going <laughs> to be around very long. Um, but yeah, no, it is. I think it's the absolute worst. And it's also, are we too judgmental when we meet our friends, partners? I oh, know. Of
3: course, 110%. Do you, are you mean about yeah, it? Do you, okay,
2: do you tell? Okay, so if you meet your friend's new partner, do you tell them, like, are you hard? I'm like, mm, yeah, can right do away.
3: I'm just, yeah. <gasps> because,
2: and that was what I was
3: going to bring up is like, for me personally, <laughs> is like, I think people should be bringing their people they're dating around right their friends away. and family sooner rather than later. Because you want their feedback. It's true. Because like,
2: if I fall in love with him and then I bring him to you and then you don't like him, yeah,
3: I'm like, girl, you've already been with him for three months. It's gonna be so much harder for me to tell you that he is dressed horribly and is a slob and doesn't.
2: It's almost. Floss. Like, it's almost like he <laughs> doesn't floss. Wants- well, he doesn't floss. I get it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he doesn't cross, forget about it. But
3: if you'd only been dating him for two weeks, then it's so I much. No, but like then I easier. think then you get
2: hurt feelings because if you're my good friend, I think you should support me. And I would be like, I don't know, I might be upset that you don't like my guy. And That's- I might choose, my fear is that my friend might choose their guy over my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be waiting. I'll have to wait in the corner and, you know,
4: for the, I told you so. But still, like, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you guys, my last boyfriend, <laughs> I brought him home. Which one? The one that I met? Yeah okay, brought him home a week into dating. Oh wow! And he said he was shitting himself. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I was. I he was so uh, like nervous. Yeah, of course, because it's a week, right? A week ago, you were a stranger, and now he's meeting your entire family. Oh yeah, dude, very very polite my mom made creme brulee and accidentally doubled the sugar ingredient <laughs> he sat there and he ate the entire
3: <laughs> dish and didn't say a word oh didn't say a
4: word sweating like probably profusely because it was so sweet and just like all of the but you know and this has been it's been a pattern of mine and i like oh, you're that an early eat. you introduce them early i am Early bird, and it's oh. because it's. I want your opinion. You're yeah. the. I'm the opposite. I, I hide
2: your... them in the darkness and the cloak of the night until it's years in. Right? Now, I, my family hasn't met a metal
3: boyfriend. We need to break that down since, <laughs> since the
2: nineties. <90s>, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> and my like, my dad at one point was like, "So there's nobody," and I was like, "Nope, nobody." And I was like, "Mind your business, old man." Like I just, <laughs> yeah, right. I have a thing. Like I feel like unless I think that you are like husband material, nah. I don't know
4: Why? No, I'm yeah. not bringing you. So it, I am not well, anybody. Yeah. Like, I would like to... I would like to get introduced first... Early? Oh. No, not... I, I don't, don't know about think early. If it's too
2: early, don't we also judge that person a little bit?
3: Yeah, because then, then if like, it happens over and over again, you're like, you're a serial dater. And or, like, or,
1: or
2: it's like, like, how I'm not sure serious how I, is this? I'm not sure if I like you that much and you yeah, introduce exactly. me to your mom. Awkward. Hi, mm. Mrs. So-and-so. I don't really like your son that much, but he clearly likes me and I'm meeting you. <laughs> Hi. Sure, I'll eat your pot roast. This is weird. Can't wait to get sure, out of here. Sure, your creme brulee with yeah. extra sugar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: I think is what you're right. It should be a discussion, but yeah. I, I've never, it's never been brought up as a discussion to me. I've but I feel like the opposite the is
3: also a red flag. Cause like if you're yeah. a year and a half, Andrea, if you are a <laughs> yeah. year to 20 years into a relationship, shrugging it off. And like, the person it. hasn't introduced you to their family or friends, like I would just feel like, Where is, is there something going? wrong with me? Like when you watch Sex in the City, yeah. like growing up, it was like that guy that you would sleep with, but you would never bring around your friends because yes. you're ashamed of them.
2: I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> well clearly those word. guys you're
3: dating are good in bed but just, they aren't good to I life. just,
2: well I just I don't know I have a thing I feel like only I, I'm not a like a revolving door of like ever you're gonna meet my parents like if you meet my parents this is like we're doing this right so the boyfriends don't need to meet the, the parent to the, the
4: parentals they don't need to they don't need to meet my sister well, how they can long, hear about how them. long does it take to go from boyfriend to for me we are doing this. to like <laughs>
3: yeah Clearly she... We haven't figured that one out yet. We haven't crossed that
2: bridge bridge yet. That's a solid question, but right now like, next therapy session.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is this an issue that I... Don't
3: don't you find that puts a lot of pressure on you, though, because you're, like, forcing this person to meet all these, like check boxes in order to meet people. Whereas like... That's
2: not my problem? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> their problem. That's kind of their problem. I just feel like, let's just relax and let's just date. And then I just feel like I can't imagine dating someone and then
4: two weeks later they're meeting my
2: family. Right. Uh, yeah. I, not,
4: like, I am not saying... I'd be sweating more. No, yeah. That was... I what was I doing and I you
2: know what I want to be sure about that person before you meet my family mm.
4: that really I want to be 100% sure about you I'm
2: wiser now I believe in that too yeah I want (laughs) to I want to be 100% sure I want to know so if I get asked questions because my family will come at me with a million questions yeah then I'm like I'm already solid about you and that I feel really great so then I can sit there but if it's been two weeks and they ask me a question like so what's you know and I'll be like I don't know what his middle name is like I don't want to be sitting there with you introducing you to family meanwhile I really don't know you very well you don't know a person very well in two weeks yeah I think yeah. that would
3: be my like kind of like litmus test is oh. like how well you, do you know the person if you know if you're starting to know them really well and conversations are coming up about your family sure you know like oh my mom I just got off the phone with my mom and this I is happening.
2: mention my then, family like, I don't yeah. I don't act like I'm an over here. I do have
1: parents.
2: They are alive. I will talk about my family, but I feel like I need to be 100% sure. Although, I also have friends who, like, they got engaged after knowing each other for three months, which I think is super romantic and I love that. I know, but it's also, you're a riverboat gambler because you don't know how that's going to go. But your family just is kind of like, oh, I guess you were marrying this person? Like, I don't know. I'm in my my early
3: 30s and I already have two girlfriends who have been married, divorced, and remarried. Woo! Oof. Yeah. So people take your freaking time. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, right? Like
3: why- there's no rush.
2: I know, but at the same time, I was told, listen, get married. Just lose your first house already. Get married. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> get and that out of the, the way and one. then get into the good one. <laughs> you got you to gotta knock that first one out the, out the park.
3: Well, they say marry the first time for money and the second time for love, right? that's, that's no, the no, no. The first time is for love. The
2: second time is for some financial stability. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? Um, but according, I did the research. and They say three months, 90 days. Because okay. within okay. 90 days, if you're still dating this person, you feel really sure right. about them, and that's when you should introduce. As far as I'm concerned, eh, it's a little too early for me.
3: A little too early? A little too, it's a little too early. I think that sounds like the um, perfect can, amount Can of I that.
2: just tell a story? Mm-hmm. I remember, I'm just remembering something, because you were talking about, Vanessa, about that boyfriend of yours who you brought in a weekend. Poor
4: guy. <laughs> poor guy.
2: I remember the first time you were talking about him, and you were so in love with him at the time, mm-hmm. and you brought him to a party that we had, and we were at a bar, and the best, this was the best story. I've
1: told this story <laughs> to so many people, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: there was music and food and everything <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm, like, get
2: through it. I'm trying to get through it okay. and then he heard a song he really liked and we turned around and he's got his hands up in the air and he's like seaweed chest <laughs> waving from side to side and she clearly <laughs> <hurts less>. <laughs> <laughs> she's She mean... seen it and she was trying to like bring his arms down and he was like no I must wave to this song. <laughs> I, oh my God, over no. the music. I will never forget that. Because he really, eyes closed, he was feeling it. And I like, love love a person on a dance floor. You. I love a person on a dance floor who yes. doesn't care what people think yes. and goes for it. But dance
4: you know. like, <laughs> no. Nobody's watching.
3: Oh my God, no! Being half Jamaican, like that's a thing for oh me. Rather God. than meeting my family and getting oh. them to like agree or like you, it's like I need to see you dance. Oh, like... dude, this was special. <laughs> if you're was... a bad dancer, you're doing some awkward. Like he
4: had his oh. eyes closed and he was swinging <laughs> arms up. He, he, you know what? Bless his he heart. bless. He God was
2: bless feeling... him. Bless his heart. He was <laughs>
4: feeling. But I've told a lot of people and that story because I remember ah! your because it was we not just locked him. locked eyes. <laughs> it was you It
2: was. I knew this was the first time Vanessa was also seeing, seeing this. <laughs> so she was like what is this?
1: Talk sorry. me off the ledge. Talk. Me
2: oh my off gosh, the you ledge. guys. Oh my god, this has been mm. Single girl, I'm having so much fun. Anything about like my mom Gay sat me down and gave me a hardcore sex talk at age 9. Like fallopian tubes, ejaculation, like heavy. yeah, but the anatomy. We never talked about dating and the dynamics of dating and expectations for dating. Um she just would say stuff like, you know, why buy the cow if the if the milk is free, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And, like, there's a lot. The word whore was tossed around a lot. Like, this Ooh. is not a whorehouse. Don't try not to be a whore. That's a, kind of whorish behavior. And I was like, Ooh. that's a heavy word when you're a teenager yeah. trying to date. So I never really kind of I had to figure it out on my own. And I'm curious. Did you guys, did your mom sit you down and talk about dating?
4: Well, I, okay. So I got the sex talk also around the same age as you. I think I was eight. I was so bashful about it. I drank, guys, I don't even know how I didn't vomit, a whole bag of milk. Because I just wanted like a cup in front of my <laughs> laughing face. <laughs> and I went through that whole bag. Um. So, but as far as actual dating advice. Yeah. You know, this is going to surprise you because it blows me out of the water. First, what my mom said, and we were recounting, you know, mm-hmm. in the last little bit, seeing as though I'm single. And she's there. I, I remember growing up, she'd tell me, first, you have to trust your instinct. Mm. Always listen to that. That's good advice. And okay. She goes, second... This is funny because of the flossing. She goes. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> she did not tell you to floss. No, she goes, check out his smile and then check out his hands. Mm. So like get a sense of his, his hygiene. Grooming. Yeah, oh, his okay. grooming. Okay. She goes, <laughs> then. Jake just checked <laughs> out his camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> Then does he make you laugh? And when you get to know him a bit better, check out his feet. <laughs> Tuned to what type of shoes he wears. Why? Like his, what is like say? toenails? I guess like hygiene is a very it's a it's a thing. Your mom needs a man with a mani pedi is what she's like. saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, my dad my dad's never sat for a mani petty. My dad's like uh Does he have like old man toenails with like a forty percent tint my, on them? No, my dad has beautiful hands and feet. Ah. Like aesthetically, takes care of his teeth really well. And he makes <laughs> everyone laugh every day. Oh. And, you know, I, I was this is where the part which kind of blows me away is because my dad, like he keeps to himself conversations like this between my dad and I
0: don't happen. never, never happen.
4: Until I did get single and it was a couple of summers ago. I was emotional about it. I'm sitting there. I'm crying over dinner in the back patio. And I turned to my father and I'm like, dad, what if I fuck up again? Yeah. (laughs) What if I start dating someone that Mm. I think is like everything? And he waited for me to like catch my breath. And he goes, you know, it sounds to me that the best thing for you to do is take some time for yourself. Mm. He goes, and I'll tell you. The ones worth it are the ones worth waiting for. And it was that piece of advice that actually, I think gave me a nice amount of confidence of, yeah, like there is nothing wrong with being single. Mm -hmm. Don't rush into everything. And just like take a step back and just reevaluate life. And I'm... I'm so fired up. I'm happy about it. I think that that piece of advice was, I don't know if it was the only piece of advice I needed, but yeah. it was a sub. Substantial that's, piece awesome. Of advice.
2: that's awesome. That no, that's awesome. That's some really one. solid advice. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking about my dad's feet, and he could climb a tree <laughs> <laughs> without using his hands. And he's never given me any kind of good dating advice. He's uh, he's like he's the complete opposite. Like my father did not grow up in a time where talking to your daughter about relationships was cool. I think maybe it's a cultural thing or an age thing, but he was so not about it. And he just would like blurt out really like ridiculous things, like "When are you going to get married? You know you need a husband." And it's like uh, leave me alone old man um, so maybe that's I love that your dad opens up because yeah. I think fathers and daughters especially as we get older we don't if you're lucky you have that dialogue but I think there's like a disconnect where you stop talking mm-hmm. about your love life with your yeah. with your father when you're a girl um, but I'm curious with you Jake you have your mom you and your mom are really close yeah I me mean and mom. my mom are
3: super close I think for me it was almost yeah. the polar opposite of your story. Like, I was single for maybe eight years before I met Michael, Mm -hmm. and I was so focused on the little things. Like, Mm -hmm. does the guy cut his toenails? Like, does he trim, like, his pubic hair? Like, all the, like, just, like, the little, little little superficial (laughs) things. And my mom's advice um, to me recently before I met Michael was just, like, focus on how he makes you feel Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, what it is you're seeing. Mm. And for me, that made the world of difference because I think I was approaching relationships from a very superficial place. Which you do
2: when you're younger. Yeah. Yeah, when I was younger, I wanted abs. He had to be six 6'4", and his teeth had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, you date that guy, and you're like, hey, how about you have a savings account? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah, definitely. laughs> <laughs>
1: yes right and
2: uh, have voted in an election maybe a working car uh, yeah how about you have like yeah i'd be a decent person no yeah. that's awesome so for
3: my mom she's like the person in my life who kind of like walks me talks me off that ledge of mm. you know focusing too much on the little things because yeah. i get really caught up into my head yeah um so my mom yeah she just said focus on how he makes you feel
2: so how did michael make you feel when you met him
3: Oh, like a million bucks. Yeah, like, like right away. Yeah, and and because I'd been single for so long, mm-hmm. I kind of fell into the trap where I always put myself first. Like I always thought about myself before anyone else because I didn't have anyone else in my life to think about. Yeah. So like with Michael, he was the one who really taught me to like be caring and thoughtful of others, mm-hmm. sometimes even before I think of myself. Mm-hmm. Like and I'll never forget like he has a lot of dietary restrictions. Yeah. And so one time he was coming home from work and I had made this, like, huge pot of pasta sauce. And, mm-hmm. like, part of, like, when I make spaghetti sauce is, like, I put the Parmesan cheese in. Yeah. Like, from the start. Yeah. And he couldn't have dairy. So mm-hmm. I, like, make this sauce. I put the cheese in. I'm, like, sprinkling it and in. And you think you're doing such a good job. Yeah. And then he got, and I, and, and I ate, like, my meal. You like, did I didn't even him. wait for him. Oh, yeah, and wait. then he came home from work and was like, oh, like, I see you made something. What did you make? And I was like, not only did I already eat, like, you can't eat that because there's dairy in it. So, like, for me, it was just, like, thinking, like, to what my mom said and, like, what he's taught me over the five years. is just, like,
2: sometimes you got to think about
1: others. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking story. And in my head, I'm
2: like, that's where I would have broke up with you, right? Yeah, in that exactly. moment.
1: What happened between you and Jake?
2: I can't even discuss it. Yeah. He made a whole pot of pasta. <laughs> no, nothing for me. me yeah. And had his belly full. And he knows that I'm like, that's. And that's why Michael's a better person. than I, I know. No, but no, because you, you have to learn. But yeah. he's patient. You have to learn. Yeah. No, but that's awesome. That's very yeah. sweet
3: they make you feel
2: i know and i i just think it's a great idea that parents talk more to their kids i think there needs yeah. to be more of that um i know that you see them as your babies but your baby's going to grow up and they if all the stuff that you've been through do your kid a favor yeah, pass, sure, that, with them. pass that knowledge on like I know you don't want to think about them as a sexual person, as a dating person, but the reality is, one day you're going to turn to them and ask for grandkids. Well, how do you mm-hmm. think that happens? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they don't drop from the sky. Yeah. So I think it's like to a parent's benefit to like talk to your kids, because if you're not talking to your kid, well, then they're learning the hard way, or they're learning from some person who may not be great for them. Mm-hmm. So I love that both of you have that great relationship with your parents, yeah. and they gave you all grounding. that knowledge. Yeah, Very and then grounding. you can be honest, that even when your relationship's not great, you still have a place where you can talk to your parents yeah. and be
4: like this is what happened in that relationship. And I want to make sure I don't, you know, repeat yeah, my mistakes. Again. Talking is so important. I mean, yeah. I talk to myself a lot. I think we all but yeah, do. Yeah, it's, it's so, it's so important. important. I've been talking to myself. That's why I finally got a podcast where now it's
2: not weird. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but it, it's and you can good. have people come talk with you. Exactly. Gonna, <laughs> other people can join in my yeah. conversation.
4: Which <laughs> yeah. yeah. it, it's so important. I, I can just talk and talk. And the more I talk and the more I hear myself Mm. to friends that are, like, they're listening, I learn so much. Like, you just, it's the amount of knowledge out there. Mm. Oh. I we'd know. be in such a better place if we all just opened up our mouths especially the people who have experience head.
2: that's what i'm saying parents yeah. talk to your kids even yeah. if they're adult kids even if they're going like going through their own divorce like talk to them they need to hear from you or even- get off instagram and read a book like oh. single girl problems
1: right say right? that again mm-hmm. let yeah. them know. Yeah. <laughs> Put down your
2: phone yeah. and read a book and No, read it's true. something about and enlighten, yeah, and, and enlighten something. yourself yeah. and you're right and you know what and kudos to your partner for like helping you like figure out how to be a better person oh, in your relationship so patient, instead of being like impatient yeah. being like I can't deal with this guy yeah. like that's the stuff that builds that relationship where you're like okay I can trust this person his
3: favorite story to tell was that when we met I kept saying to him oh I'm not looking for a relationship I'm not looking for a relationship but isn't that
2: always and
3: he was like this guy's gonna be in a relationship with you. Isn't that always? <laughs> and he knew, no, it's like such
2: anytime I've told I'm like, anytime you say you're not gonna do something, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen to you. Cause for the longest time I'm like, I'm not having babies. I'm not getting pregnant. And then I was like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm having babies. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting pregnant. Cause I'm
2: like, I don't want to... Like, if you say something's not gonna happen, that's yeah, when it's uh-huh. gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I think we probably uh-huh. have to get out of here soon, but before we go, um, I want oh we have to oh we have to help somebody. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is a part of the show we call hashtag girl So this is when one of our listeners sends in their relationship issue, and we're going to try and help them. All right. So this one, today's question is from Tyra, and it says, Dear uh, SGP, I'm dating a really great guy. Everything is perfect. We get along really well. We've been dating for six months, but he's recently disclosed that he is bisexual. I'm not homophobic, but I have mixed feelings about this information. Should I hit it or quit it? What do you guys think? What do you think Tyra should do?
3: Well... I feel like you should hit it because any guy who says they're bisexual is obviously more in touch with their sexuality. They've experienced things, you know, he like he's obviously played with his prostate a little bit. A little bit? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of it. A lot of it. Well,
2: it it. depends. (laughs) Okay, what would you, Nessa, what would you do in this
4: situation? Well, I mean, where else is this information going? I mean, absolutely stay with the guy. Yeah. But if it gets into a situation of him wanting to invite other people into the room, yeah, then it's which pff, there's nothing wrong with that if that's but your thing, if, if that's, that's your thing, thing. Yeah. but you have to gauge your level of comfort around that, yeah. And it, it has it really to me, it has nothing to do with the sex of a person, mm-hmm. the gender of a person, but like where you want the relationship to go cuz yeah. that is a whole other yeah. sack of potatoes. Yeah.
2: No, I, you know what and it's so funny cuz I I asked a few of my girlfriends this question and a lot of them were like, "Oh no, I couldn't I couldn't be with that guy. I couldn't do it." And I'm like, well, "Why?" You yeah. know what it is? It's the insecurity. Because I think when you're a heterosexual woman in a heterosexual relationship, um you know if you walk by a, a busty beautiful woman that your partner will be looking. But if he's if he's bisexual, there's an insecurity of like, I don't know who he wants. I don't know if I'm enough for him. I don't know if maybe he's uh, 40%. Oh my God, okay, I have to stop you here. No, 40... no. no <laughs> seriously, this is the mentality of him and this is the fear that you don't know. I know, but this is know. what I
3: want to tell them is that Please. all those guys out there who aren't disclosing that they're bisexual, they're the ones on Craigslist in the relationship with the girl Talk hooking up it. with guys behind their backs. Well, Talk exactly. about it. So, it's... so if
2: he's being open with you, exactly. that's a great that's thing. That's so a very already, good thing. You're already starting off the conversation the with honesty. Because down guys never, they're yeah, always yeah, no. so homophobic. There's so many
3: down-low guys. So like, wouldn't you rather a guy talk to you openly yeah. and honestly about his sexuality and Done. what he's interested in. Done.
2: Yeah. So if you're bisexual, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a man who's open. I'm not going to introduce you to my parents for a while, but that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but I will make sure you floss. But I will make sure that you are well flossed. All right. Um. We also have a random question of the day. This is called reach into my bowl. Ooh. Ooh. We're gonna pretend we have a bowl here because I didn't bring it, <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> right? And there's lots of questions, so are you you have to answer this question, okay? This is before right. we leave. All right, so if you met someone, I mean, like this is the person you know you have in your mind, this person, but you met this is the person. They are perfect. You look at them, you're like, this is everything. They're checking every box, mm-hmm. but you're at a funeral. Yeah. Would you still
1: Top try out? to yeah. try
2: to get <laughs> what? Would what? you what? try to get their number? You would still you would try it's a to cele- It's 100. a celebration it of life,
1: it it and what better way to
3: celebrate life than to get it on? It's not
2: a birth where there's a <laughs> cop in the room and you're trying to get numbers. Oh, a hundred. I work in healthcare.
3: I'm around disease, death. You would do pus, it por- like all the time. So yeah, funeral you know, fair game. And plus, most people look good in black. So,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, 100%. You win? I mean, I would choose the time wisely. I mean, yeah. like, so this if is he's a having a okay. moment. When and... is
2: the right time? After the eulogy? Before? Like, when are you, when's the right time? When they lower the casket into the grave? Like, when is the right time to get a number at a funeral?
4: Well, as long as, you know, I, hey, even if their head is buried in, like, Kleenex. You go over, you console. Oh, rub yes. the back. Yeah. apparently that makes people Lower horny. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadness Guns. makes people really <laughs> horny. You're <laughs> I mean. supporting one that's another. Right
0: you guys
2: What's this? such name? perverts. I love it. I didn't know you guys <laughs> were going to give me that answer. Yeah. I was like, no, I'd be respectful. I would be like, you know what, another place, maybe if I see them somewhere else. But this is not a
4: time.
3: Missed we- opportunity. I yeah, because you like, would
2: hesitates. not be
4: respecting yourself
2: if you missed that. And I tell people all the time, like, he who hesitates masturbates. And I know, but I still like the funeral. And don't you think the person
3: who passed passed away, like, wouldn't their dying wish be that you're happy?
2: Yeah, maybe they're putting it together. Yeah, exactly. It depends on, like, it depends on the, like, suppose I know there's (laughs) certain relatives of mine who have passed away who if they knew I was trying to pick up, they'd be like, really?
3: Really? Of all the places. You
2: can't keep your panties on? (laughs) Of all the times. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think think I'd be judged. But at the same time, yeah, you're right, because you miss that opportunity. You never see that person again. And then you'll be
4: kicking yourself. Let me tell you, if... Your instinct tells you to Go for jump it. on something. Jump on it. You have to because when you don't, you have no idea what you miss out on. Mm. And I I've experienced too many times listening well now too many times but listening to my instinct mm-hmm. on like really big things oh my gosh, my life has changed. Chakras have opened. Everything is aligning. And I stop and I think to myself, if I didn't listen to my gut saying, go and say hi to that person, where would I be? I
2: would be stunting my growth. Okay, so adjust that tight dress at the funeral and go over there and get Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's, a bl- it's called a little
2: black you joke guys, for a reason. You guys
1: <laughs> are the worst and the best. Thank you
2: so much for coming Thank on you. my first yeah. podcast. Yeah, congratulations. This was so much oh my god, I had too much fun with you guys. Um, tell people where they can find you again.
3: Uh, you can find me on social media at the Jake Mossup, or like I said on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Jake All right,
2: and Vanessa?
4: come check me out on Instagram I'm at Jarmi J-A-R-M-I and you'll find a link to my other gigs from there
2: awesome and don't forget to subscribe on, to this podcast on Apple Podcasts also Google Play Music and Spotify and you can also buy my book Single Girl Problems on Amazon.com and feel free to send us your relationship questions or comments to singlegirlproblemspodcast at gmail.com. That's all the show we have for you uh, this week. Tune in next week when we'll be discussing what your man really wants when he asks for a threesome.
1: Oh, we're gonna go Mm. (laughs) there.
2: right, bye! (laughs) Bye! Single Girl
1: Problems Hold up!